Welcome to Life and Living Radio, a podcast entirely created and produced by me, Emily Jordan. I'm a writer, artist, health and lifestyle coach, and most of all, I want to be a source of all things life and living for you here. Thoughts, motivation, positivity, health hacks, and lifestyle tips in easy listening form is what I want to give to you through this podcast. To subscribe to the Life and Living blog, the source of all the content you'll hear from me here, go to www.emilyjordan.me slash blog. Thanks for listening, and let's get started with today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Life and Living Radio. This week's episode is not going to be like last week's, which was the first ever episode of Life and Living with You, um, which is Life and Living Radio's interview segment. So this episode is going to be a traditional solo episode where it's just me talking um, and where I dive deeper into a weekly blog post from my blog, the Life and Living blog, and I discuss the post in more detail and ask a lot of questions for you as a listener to think through and kind of just understand the message of the blog on a deeper level. Last week's episode was the first ever interview episode, like I said, and I interviewed my brother, Bradley, to talk about running, but not in like a boring just exercise sense. We talked about a lot of bigger ideas around running, and we also got into some real running education, which got super interesting, and I'm already in the process of writing and recording tons of more interview episodes for you guys, which are all going to be parts of the Life and Living With You segment of this show. But Like I said, this week's episode is a traditional episode of Life and Living Radio. I definitely encourage you to listen to last week's episode as well, though, because it's just a totally different style and it's a little more laid back than typical episodes and definitely today's episode. Today's blog post comes from the life portion of my blog. And the purpose of the life posts are kind of just to like jolt you and get you thinking about the aspects of life that we tend to overlook and just not give a lot of thought to. Things like how we're treating other people, why we might be unhappy or unsatisfied with our lives, how we're living. And I want to take things like that and just grab you by the shoulders and like shake you with my writing. So this week's post is definitely one that's going to grab your shoulders and shake you. It's going to halt you in your tracks and completely change the way that you think about a topic that is one of those things a lot of us honestly try not to think about too much because it's kind of deep and scary and it could potentially lead to bad conclusions. But I think that we need to think about it and I think we can think about it in a way that could really change our lives. And that is our purpose, whether or not purpose is even a real thing, um, what it is, what yours is. I think that this is something we think about, but also get scared to think about. And so this week's episode is from the blog post called What's Your Purpose, which you can find on my website at emilyjordan.me. If you click on blog and then scroll down, you will see all the life and living blog posts. If you're not familiar with what my blog is or how it works, Hop over to episode 15 and listen to like just the first few minutes of that episode because that kind of sums up the theory behind what the Life and Living blog is, what it's about, and what types of posts you can expect. Now that business is taken care of, I'm going to go ahead and read the blog and then we're going to dive into the discussion after that. So here's a blog from February 19th and it's called What's Your Purpose? Whether we have the courage to admit it or not, we all desire a purpose. We want to feel like we matter, like there's some reason for our being, 
and that there's more beyond the lather, rinse, repeat cycle that ends up becoming so many of our lives. For some of us, we've already concluded there is no purpose. Nothing matters, really. Life is just a finite experience meant for us to live and enjoy, and so be it. The concept of purpose is hokey, and something for those religious people. Frankly, I think that's a cowardly cop-out. Believing you have no purpose, don't matter, and play no role in the grand production of life is a belief grounded in fear and ease. It's easy to believe you don't matter, and the possibility of the contrary being true, that you actually do make a difference, is scary, because it means you gotta take your shit seriously. Having a purpose and fulfilling that purpose is serious business, so if you have the courage to believe in your purpose, the audacity to wonder about a greater meaning to it all, then I wanna talk. I think we've done a poor job at defining purpose. We've made it this huge, heavy, out there concept, and I can't think of an occasion where we haven't likened purpose to some sort of buried treasure. It's always about finding it or discovering it. Terms that naturally insinuate that our purpose is hidden somewhere out there. But what if purpose was something much simpler? What if it was something smaller but magnanimous at the same time? What if it was lighter but still heavy enough to completely change our lives? Best of all, what if purpose wasn't out there, but actually right here? I think those things are exactly what purpose is. I think our purpose is in our individuality. With over 6 billion people on the planet and not a single one of them the same, how can the uniqueness be an accident? I don't think it is. I think it's entirely intentional. And I think that's where each of our purposes lies. Your purpose is to do nothing but be irrefutably authentic to occupy the single space in the world that literally only you can fill. I just don't see how it could be anything else. So, wow, purpose. What the heck even is purpose, first of all? Um, I think most of us probably have our own ideas and perceptions of what purpose is, even if it's not something we really believe in that's still part of our perception of it. We might think that it's something kind of corny or like hokey and woo-woo-y or like religious or something like that. Or maybe we're on the other side of the spectrum and we think that purpose is something very real and everything serves a purpose from the good to the bad, the big to the small. There are a ton of different interpretations of purpose depending on how we were raised, what we believe in, how we feel about ourselves, so many things. And regardless, I feel like personally, purpose is just kind of a touchy subject. Like, you would never casually bring it up in conversation with someone, you know, like, yeah, so what's your purpose? <laughs> because that's just like too deep. It's too much, you know? But even though it's kind of a touchy, unspoken about subject, I think we don't really know what it is. Like I said in the blog, I think for most of us, it's definitely a very large and very heavy concept. And it's definitely something we'd have to look for or consciously seek out if it were even real in the first place. But what is it? What is purpose? What isn't purpose? What does it mean for something to have a purpose? And what does it mean for us to have a purpose? For me, when I think about these questions for myself and try to really nail down a definition to something I don't really think is definable, the word reason comes up a lot in my thoughts. The purpose of an object is usually its reason for existence or the reason we use it. So another way of asking what's the purpose of a certain tool is also to say, what's this for? What's the reason for this? Every article in the paper or post on social media has some purpose, right? And those purposes can be things like 
to inform, to entertain, to educate, or even to do negative things like incite riots or cause drama. So when we think about things, it's often a lot easier to define purpose. But when we think about us and when we think about people having a purpose, we're like kind of turned off by it. It seems kind of harsh to look at a person the way we look at an object and ask ourselves, what's this for? What's the purpose of this person? What's the point in their existence? And the reason these seem harsh is also the reason we choose not to think about it. It's because sometimes we don't really know the answer. I mean, think about your own self. Like imagine looking at yourself from outside your body, maybe in the mirror or something, just like from some observational perspective and ask yourself, what am I for? What's the purpose of my being? Why am I here? And when we do that, and when we can't really think of an answer, we're either like, shit, I'm pointless. I serve no purpose. I suck. I'm meaningless. Nothing I do matters. What's the point in all this anyway? Or we're like, I don't know. And I don't really want to think about it because not knowing what I'm here for, it seems pretty disappointing. Or we're like, I don't know. I think I need to go find out. And in each of these conclusions, we're pretty much answerless. And the best case scenario is that we resolve to do something about it. And very few of us, like, I don't think I know anyone who does this, can look in the mirror and say, my purpose is blank. I'm here because blank. But I really don't think that that's what we need to be working towards either. And we'll get into that later. I think the biggest reason for our neglect and kind of just disdain in general for purpose is just that we've incorrectly defined it. We've written this definition in our heads of what purpose is, and it's wrong. Our parameters for purpose right now are that it's hugely impactful and noteworthy and that we have to actively go out and look for it to find it. We think that purpose is something like to impact students' lives or to teach people about whatever God we believe in, um, to be a mom or a teacher or just be something in general. Purpose for some people is something like um, to do my part in solving world hunger or eradicating racism or promoting just general equality. And all these things are awesome. They're wonderful, purposeful things, but they're also like pretty lofty. You know, they're things we can aim at and we can fall short of. And they're things we may not even know about or feel compelled to do until something specific happens in our lives and compels us to become passionate about them. So for those reasons, while I think that these are awesome things to pursue, I don't think that they're quite what purpose really truly is. So then what is it? Um, The blog obviously kind of answered this question, but I'm just trying to reiterate how frustrating this whole idea of purpose is in the first place. It seems so hard to name, so hard to define. Maybe we should just leave it alone. Like who needs purpose anyway? Aren't we just fine without it? And the answer to that is absolutely. We are 100% fine without purpose. Living with no purpose for no real reason and feeling like you don't really matter and like nothing you do really matters is a wonderful recipe for being fine. And if being fine for like a hundred years is cool with you, then you can honestly probably just stop listening now because you're definitely fine without a purpose. But if what you want to be is greater than fine. If you want to be super happy and fulfilled and deeply satisfied with your life, if you want to feel full and like your life has meaning and that it's rich, then you need a purpose. And that's why I say believing that you don't have a purpose is really easy because being fine is also really easy because if we believe that we don't matter and that nothing we do makes a difference in the grand scheme of things, then we don't really have to think. 
We don't have to take responsibility for ourselves or our actions. And that's a pretty easy way to live. I think it's a cop out, though, because like I said, believing in purpose is hard and it's really scary. It's scary to think that what you do and say and think and how you act and the way you interact with others matters, because that means that all of those things bear some weight in the world. Believing that you serve a purpose means that you've got to take yourself kind of seriously. And it also means you've got to ask yourself a ton of big questions. You've got to ask, well, what is that purpose for me then? What am I here for? What's my reason for doing anything? And is there really any reason at all? And those questions are so freaking heavy. They lead us down some really long, windy thought processes, and they seem pretty unanswerable. And like, Ew, who wants to ask unanswerable questions? Who wants to try and solve a mystery that has already been said to be unsolvable? Well, I think this is where our other big issue with purpose comes into play. Because purpose is this vague, cloudy, out there, potentially unnameable concept, because we can't really answer the question, what am I here for? Maybe we just shouldn't ask it, right? This is sadly our reasoning for most big questions or tough problems. When we encounter something we can't figure out, whatever that is in our lives, our natural tendency is just to abandon it because that state of unresolve is really super uncomfortable. We'd rather tackle problems we can figure out and answer questions that actually have answers because answers are a lot more peaceful and comfortable, right? Well, as long as we continue to believe this about answers, as long as we have in our heads that answering the big questions will make everything fall into place and make us feel better, and then we can go on living a meaningful life, we are doomed to be unhappy because answers are not the answer. Answers are not what is going to bring us that comfort that we're looking for, despite what we think. And here's why. Even if we could ask the universe or God or whoever What's my purpose? What am I here for? And even if they could respond with your purpose is to show children the value of learning or whatever, even if that were possible, it wouldn't help because it would solve the riddle. It would close the case. It would let us wipe our hands clean and move on. And then we'd move on to some other unanswerable question, some other unsolvable mystery, because that's just our nature. We don't know it, but we really actually thrive in this state of putting the pieces together and trying to see what it's all about. That's when real life happens for us. And so that to me means that the answer is in the question. The answer is in the asking. When we're brave enough to ask those big questions and to go on the journey that trying to answer them leads us on, we get far more than we ever could out of a single finalizing answer. We've just told ourselves That comfort looks like an answer to a question. And by doing that, we've missed out on another huge and more real source of comfort, an adventure. So to understand our purpose, we first have to understand that. We have to understand that even though it seems hard to find or potentially non-existent, we're actually in it when we go out looking for it. Does that make sense? We're living our purposes and living meaningfully when and only when We seek meaning in what we do. So it's not about actually finding it. It's not about ending the search. No, it's about searching, period. It's about asking. So if you want to, quote, discover your purpose, you need to unbelieve in the power of the actual discovery and start believing in the discovering itself, the act of discovering. All right. Are you there? Are you still with me? 
To recap so far, we have said that many of us choose not to believe in purpose because it's easier to believe it doesn't exist than it is to believe it does. And because we've defined purpose as something big and out there, it's therefore too much of an overwhelming concept to actually encounter it ourselves. We've also talked about how the big unanswerable questions in life are the most important ones because it's not answers we need, but journeys. So then let's get back into what I say in the blog is our purpose to be ourselves. What in the heck does that mean? So on a scientific level, we can prove that no two people are exactly alike, but the same is also true socially, physically, mentally, and personality wise. We're all so, so unique and so different. It's literally impossible to replicate someone because that would involve transferring feelings and experiences and interpretations and all of those other things that are just truly unique to us. And so I think that when we look at our uniqueness and when we understand, like really, really, truly understand and believe that we are each incredibly unique and different, I think that it's really only natural to conclude that there must be some reason for that. Like if there are over 6 billion people on the planet, yet there's absolutely no one who has seen what you've seen the way you've seen it, lived what you've lived through your eyes and your heart and your mind, felt what you felt, learned what you've learned the way you've learned it. I mean, come on, like that's just too obvious to me. Our differences have to be intentional. There has to be a reason that we're all so precisely unique. Otherwise, either by genetics or evolution or some religious design, whatever you want to believe in, wouldn't some of us be the same by now? Like wouldn't something have been able to replicate or repeat to create the exact same person with the same thoughts and feelings and experiences and understandings? I have really truly thought about this and I just don't see any way around believing that we're different on purpose, that there's some reason for us to be such distinctly different people. And so for me, that's it. That's our purpose. It's a lot simpler than you thought, right? Our purpose is simply who we are. And so fulfilling that purpose looks like simply being who we are and to be all that that entails and encompasses as much as we can. And that means that purpose is not out there. It's literally right here. It's not something we have to go out and find and discover. It's something we already have innately. It's impossible not to have it. You have a purpose and I have a purpose because you and I are who we are. I just love that idea. I love that thought. And I think that for me, that has helped me see meaning in everything I do because I know that it's all a part of who I am and what makes me me. And that seems pretty purposeful and powerful to me to think that our purpose is just to fill the one spot in the world carved out for us. I mean, that is still hugely impactful to me. So in a way, our purposes really are what we've thought them to be all along. They are, like the blog says, small but magnanimous. They are light but heavy. They're out there and they're right here. I hope that that makes sense and at the very least, or actually the most, I hope that it makes you think. I hope that it challenges the things you thought or maybe still think about purpose and about mattering. I certainly hope you know that you do matter, you do have a purpose, even if you're struggling to see what that is. 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Thanks for sticking it out with me through some pretty deep thinking. Um, I love, love getting to share these things with you. And if you love listening, I would really appreciate a review in iTunes because those mean a lot personally, but also in the podcasting world. I know that these solo episodes are pretty much just me talking at you, but I don't want them to be that way. Um, Did you know you can comment on my blogs on my website? You can reply directly to me through email if you're a blog subscriber, or you can always shoot me an email at emily at emilyjordan.me. I will always reply and I'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening. It is a pleasure to get to at least feel like I'm talking with you and I hope you have a great week great rest of the day and just feel that meaning and purpose in life. I will catch you guys in the next episode.